Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast, powered by I Promise. Now here's BK and Ferrario. and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Josh Whitman, the Illinois Athletic Director, joining us here on the show. It is 101, your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Josh, we sincerely appreciate the time today. I know it's been a busy time for you over in Illinois. How's everything going today? Everything's going great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We appreciate you taking the time. So earlier this week, you, of course, made the huge announcement for Illinois football that Brett Bielema is going to be the next Illini football coach. Can you give us a little bit of insight into the process that ultimately led you to Brett Bielema as your next coach? It was important to us that we that we develop a profile for what we were looking in our in our next coach. And we focused on characteristics like leadership. We wanted confidence. We wanted someone who had uh, won at the highest level, somebody who uh, had demonstrated an ability to go out and, and cast a vision for recruits who could develop players uh, in, in terms of uh, reaching their full potential. Uh, we wanted somebody who had great presence and, and was able to create relationships, connections with players, with staff, someone who had a history of, of hiring strong staff around him. Uh, and as we looked at, at different people and, and compared them against those characteristics and, and many others that uh, ultimately, you know, Brett's name emerged to, to the top of that list. And then as we worked through our process and spent more time talking to him and to other people about him, it just became clear that, uh, that he was the best choice for us and the right leader to take uh, Illinois football to the next level. Josh, how much of this decision went into uh, Brett's pass of coaching in the in the Big Ten, the success that he had at Wisconsin? I know most recently it was with Arkansas, but uh, a three-time coach of the year in the Big Ten, how much of that went into the decision? It was absolutely a consideration. We had someone who grew up in our state, in the state of Illinois, who played football at, at Iowa, who coached at Iowa, who coached at Wisconsin, uh, so somebody who clearly is familiar with, with our geography, with our footprint, uh, who's had success in our conference, uh, those were all things that were that were certainly of interest to us and I think helped to, to push him toward the top of that list. We're talking to Josh Whitman, Illinois Athletic Director here on 101 ESPN. I did want to ask you, I think, uh, for Illini fans, one of, the, one of the few concerns that they might have about the hire would just be you, – you, 
Bielema has been known in the past to play a certain style offensively, and it's I, I think he's coined it man ball, right, where he's just very physical. He's all about the offensive line. And he's going to run it down your throat. With the other teams that are in your division, is there any concern about running a similar style to what you're already seeing from Iowa and Wisconsin? Is that something that factored into this decision, or have you heard from Brett that maybe he's more open to changing the offensive style that he's going to play with? I think there's two pieces to that answer. I think, number one, we're, we're always going to champion a physical football team. I, I think toughness, physicality in the game of football never goes out of style. I think that's something that's imperative to have success, certainly in a, a rugged division like the Big Ten West. Uh, and so I, I really like that about Brett's uh, identity. I really like that about his teams. Uh, I do think that you will see – uh, a somewhat modified approach offensively from him. Is, and I think he's talked openly about that here over the last several days. I, I, I know that there will be those 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 identities that will be carried forward from his teams at Wisconsin and in Arkansas, the things you talked about with toughness and physicality. But I, I do think that uh, you'll see a slightly different approach, a slightly different philosophy in terms of, uh, of who he brings in as his offensive coordinator. And I, I think uh, we all understand the game's evolving and, uh, and Brett certainly wants to be a part of that evolution and, and thinks that we can do some pretty cutting-edge things on the offensive side of the football. Josh, I'm curious. I know it's a different conference, but uh, when you see what uh, what Mizzou has done with Eli Drinkwitz and how fast the excitement has come with him being the head coach of, of the football program, did that help sway the decision with the Brett Bielma as well to, to bring that, that excitement back to the Fighting Illini program? I think that, you know, I, I don't know that we've looked at any one program and said, boy, we should we should go do that. I, I think everybody wants to have rapid success. Everybody wants to generate enthusiasm and excitement around their program. And, and certainly uh, Missouri has been able to capture that here over the last year. And I, I think we've seen that occur at a handful of other programs across the Big Ten and around the country. And uh, so absolutely, I, I think that Brett's personality lends itself well to uh, developing that that connection with our with our community with our fans, uh, he's he's really an easygoing guy. He's he's got a way about him where he uh, quickly identifies common ground with people. He, he's quick to form relationships. And we've already seen that with our with our team, uh, and I think that we'll see that with the staff. And, and he's been great in the the opportunities we've we've had here in, in the short few days we've been together to to work with some of our donors, our ticket holders, uh, and so I expect that will just continue to grow and. We'll see enthusiasm uh, snowball here around the program as we head into the new season. Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman here on 101 ESPN. The last football question that I wanted to ask you about, Josh, was the recruiting base here in St. Louis. I know it's been – we hear it all the time from Eli Drinkwitz. He talks about it, and we heard it from Lovey Smith as well, the importance of being able to recruit this area in particular to be able to have success. How important is that going to be, once again, for Brett Bielema to be able to come into St. Louis and have success recruiting here in, in a way that he, he did at times at Arkansas? I think it's key. There's no question that one of the advantages of, of being in Champaign is that we've got some, some really successful high school football played in, in a nice radius around our, our campus. And so whether you're talking about St. Louis, which obviously has tremendous talent, uh, Chicago, Indianapolis, uh, some of the downstate areas in Illinois, uh, I think all those things are, are really important for us. And, and we needed to see our, our high school recruiting take some steps forward and, and a big focus of that has to be in St. Louis. There, there's great talent in St. Louis. 
Uh, we have a longstanding tradition of, of bringing some really uh, strong players up out of the St. Louis area and turning them into fighting Illini legends. And you look at people like Dana Howard. Uh, he's come up and, and really changed our program. And, uh, and there's a lot of other people who have done the same thing. And so that's, uh, that's certainly a tradition that we want to capitalize on, build upon. And uh, I think that, uh, that Brett's really well positioned to do that for us. Josh, from an athletic director's perspective, what has this season been like navigating through two major seasons, of course, with college football and right now in college basketball? What, what's it What's it been like or what are the difficulties of being an athletic director in 2020 right now? Josh, this has to be a nightmare. I can't even imagine what your daily situation <laughs> looks like. I, like. You don't know the day of the game sometimes whether or not there's going to be a game played. I can't imagine what your day-to-day is right now. It's a it's a daily challenge, and every every day is a new adventure. I'm actually out in State College today with our men's basketball team. We play Penn State tonight, and you know, we all went and, and did our COVID testing this morning. And yeah, there's this moment where you kind of hold your breath and wait for the for the folks to come out of the testing room and with the thumbs up and say everybody's good. And uh, until you get that, you don't know if you're going to be able to play tonight or not. Yesterday we had a a women's basketball game that was scheduled in the afternoon and. One of the uh, the players on the opposing team tested positive, and the, the game was off. And you know, you wake up in the morning, you think you're going to a game, and then a couple hours later, things things pivot 180 degrees. And that's that's really been, I think, the the mantra of this entire experience is that things that at one point, not too long ago, we would have considered unthinkable, all of a sudden become the norm. You think back to football season, we didn't have a schedule until just a you know a week or two before the first game. And uh, basketball was the same thing. We We've got a bunch of our, our winter and spring sports that are going to get started here shortly after the first of the year, and we don't have schedules for them. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, the picture is always changing, and um, it's it's really pushed, I think, our ability to be patient. It's pushed our ability to be creative. Um, and I, I just have such appreciation for our staff, our student-athletes. I mean, the, the work that they have put in to make these opportunities possible for the for our student athletes is, is really pretty remarkable. And uh, I know we're all looking forward to putting this in our rearview mirror, but uh, we certainly learned a lot about ourselves and about each other uh, during this experience. And I hope, uh, I hope it's short lived from this point forward, but uh, it's, uh, it's something I think will certainly made us stronger in the long run. As a little bit of a follow-up question to that, Josh, I, th- I think it's, it was really impressive the way that for certain teams this year, I mean, they were able to e- even at times like BYU coastal, the week of a game, we're able to put together a game. I'm curious from your perspective, do you think moving forward it would be possible to, instead of 10, 15, even sometimes 20 years down the road, scheduling these non-conference games, is it possible we could get to a place where maybe a year or two years out we are able to do that? So that way you have a better idea of what the programs are going to look like as the games start getting a little bit closer. Is that maybe one silver lining that could come from this year in your opinion? I think it could be. I think it could be. I'm not entirely sure, you know, why we've gotten in the practice of scheduling these games out so far in advance. Um, I guess it's everybody's worried that we're in a game of musical chairs and that when the music stops, we won't have a place to sit down. But I, I, I just think that um, you're right. I mean, it's it's hard to predict where a program's going to be five years from now, let alone ten years from now. And if you're trying to to put a particular schedule together to match where you think your program may be at that point in time, it's, it's difficult. And so what you end up doing a lot of times is you, you put some things down on paper, and then as you get in that two-, three-year window, 
you start to modify. You look at it, and you, you have to buy your way out of contracts. You have to uh, to trade some dates, and and so the the, the schedule is always fluid. Um, but I, I I would think that this has certainly shown us that uh, we're a little more flexible than perhaps we realized, and that some of our uh, longstanding doctrine about how we have to approach uh, various pieces of our program, including scheduling, maybe aren't as needed as uh, as we one time thought they were, or as sacred as, as we thought they needed to be. And so I think uh, scheduling may be one area that's affected by this in the long term. I'm sure there are other things that will that will change in terms of our uh, standard practices as we move out of this uh, this experience. Last question for us, for you as we're talking with Illinois Athletic Director Josh Whitman here on 101 ESPN. I, this has been a difficult year for everybody, but certainly as well that it included in that is college sports financially. You're not able to have your typical fans in the stands, especially for college basketball right now. And I, I've got to imagine, given how good Illinois basketball is, that it's going to be something that hurts. How are you guys dealing with the financial losses and, and, and what – for you as the athletic director, how difficult is this to navigate financially right now? It's a challenge. There's no question. Uh, certainly we, we only have a few major revenue streams. And uh, one of those, as you would expect, is uh, in-person attendance at, at our events. And in particular at our football and men's basketball games, you've got revenue tied to premium seating. You've got revenue tied to parking and concessions. Uh, even revenue tied to our annual giving program sometimes is uh, largely contingent on people getting priority to access certain seats inside the building. Uh, and so it is, it's, uh, it's been a daily, a daily struggle. Again, I give a lot of credit to our staff. We've been successful in putting in, in place a, a lot of different uh, cost savings measures here since the pandemic began that have allowed us to uh, really mitigate against some of the, the bigger numbers that uh, at one point we were projecting. Um, so it will, it will be a, uh, a challenge for us as we head toward the end of the fiscal year, but we feel like we've got a good plan in place. And again, through uh, the efforts of, of everyone involved in, in the Illinois athletic program, we've been able to, to navigate, I think, uh, this situation about as efficiently and effectively as we could. It uh, doesn't mean that uh, you know, we're going to be able to get through it unscathed, but I feel like we have a good long-term plan to recover. It'll take some time. Um, but uh, ultimately, I think, and again, if, if there are some silver linings, I think it's it's probably pushed us. And, and I think a lot of our uh, peer programs across the country that to, to think a little bit differently uh, about how we approach different elements of our operation and maybe uh, focus a little more on being efficient, focus a little more on wants versus needs. I think we all, those of us who are parents, <laughs> we know that line when you talk to your kids. But uh, this has certainly put that on, on much uh, much more full display and uh, and allowed us to focus on that uh, very important question as we make uh, decisions about how to how to allocate our resources. Well, Josh, we're looking forward to watching your basketball team tonight. Illinois versus Penn State, a big game for them in the Big Ten. We are certainly looking forward to seeing how the football coaching staff uh, shapes out for Brett Bielema, Brett Bielema as well. All the best to you and the family. A Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all of you. Hopefully you stay safe and stay healthy out there. Thanks so much for the time today, Josh. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Thank Absolutely. You. That is Thanks, Illinois guys. Athletic Director Josh Whitman joining us here on 101 ESPN. I made my thoughts knowing about the hire the other day, yesterday, as we kind of talked about this a little bit, Ferrario. 
it mm-hmm. it is objectively i mean if you are illinois or any power five team right now frankly that's not a blue blood so you're not usc texas alabama florida getting a former power five coach is a good get there is no other way to look at it I I have some questions. I have a few concerns about the offensive system. I'm going to take him at his word, though. That's all I can do right now. I'm going to take him at his word that he has learned, that there are going to be some modern influences in his current offense. And if he does that, this can be a good hire. We've seen God only knows how many former head coaches that failed somewhere, that learned from their experience and went on to have more success elsewhere. This can be a really good hire for the Illini. I'm not sure what the ceiling is for it, but I think at a very minimum, he can do what Lovey was brought in, which is to bring a little bit of respectability back to the program. I, I'm guessing if I had to kind of, if we gave J- Josh Whitman some truth serum, I think that's probably what he would say he was looking for in this hire is he was looking for somebody that could bring respectability and six and six, seven and five back to the Illinois football program. Yeah, and it comes down to recruiting and local recruiting, and I think Brett Bielma is going to make it competitive with Eli Drinkwitz, mostly because when you look at Bielma, and I saw Illinois tweeted out yet last night, the amount of NFL players that have made it to the NFL under Bielma's coaching is impressive in itself. So locally recruiting, it's going to be a task for both sides, but I think Bielma is going to be able to do that, knowing the Big Ten and having that NFL experience. So that's what it comes down to, and that's what's going to be the most intriguing when it comes to the Fighting Illini. He's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. It is BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Huge thanks to Josh Whitman for joining us today. I know it's an unbelievably busy time for any athletic director out there. I hope, he, I hope he's right when he says, by the way, that they can get a little bit more flexible with their scheduling for the future. It's insane. I looked this up a little bit ago. Illinois has games scheduled out to like 2032. Think about that. Your kids, if your kid is six years old right now, Illinois has a game scheduled for when they graduate high school. That's how far out there. 2035, excuse me, is their, their furthest one out. So you could have a kid this year who will have a driver's permit by the time Mizzou plays Illinois in 2035. And that game is already scheduled. It, it's a it's a laughable way to That's go wild, about man. this. I, I don't understand why we're still doing it this way. And hopefully, hopefully, it is able to get corrected moving forward because of what we saw this year. I mean, if Coastal and BYU on a Wednesday can decide, hey, we're going to play on Saturday, I think we can decide, can decide one decide or two years in advance whether yeah. or not you're going to be playing somebody the following year. So hopefully he's right on that. Coming up next, the Cardinals are putting an awful lot of eggs in the Matt Carpenter basket. We'll tell you about it coming up next. You've been listening to the BK and Ferrario podcast powered by I promise. This is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall. He knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working. The HVAC is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces. Plus 24 seven customer support. His venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.